you're listening to Being Jim Davis. We'd love to do a split seven inch with your podcast. It's true. My name is John Gibson and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter and I also am Jim Davis. Chris, it's Friday, January 29th, mm-hmm. 1982, mm-hmm. and today we're reading the 1321st ever Garfield. So true. What would you like to tell me about this Garfield? John, there are a lot of weird things about today's Garfield. My favorite is the old lady's non-standard use of the word horse in panel two. How about you? And John, today has an alternate synopsis, which is as follows. Who do you think will be the first to use the word poultice in today's episode? Is this a shadow John synopsis? or Chris? Yeah, this is a, sorry, this is a okay. shadow synopsis. Yeah. The shadow <laughs> synopsis asks you, who do you think will be the first to use the word poultice in today's episode? John I'm, or I, Chris? I'm, just, I'm very excited that the concept of shadow synopses has, has made a long-awaited return. <laughs> John, uh, I think every episode has a shadow synopsis. We just yeah, we don't just don't always get it. to hear yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It, it, yeah. Usually it, it doesn't emerge from the shadows. <laughs> it's because it's occluded. Yeah, it haunts, it haunts the shadows, John. Mm. Striking fear in the, in, in uh, the hearts of evil Okay, so panel one, Garfield is walking along a countertop from left yep. to right, uh-huh. and he encounters Grandma. Who's just sort of poking up from behind the counter. All we it's see is her collar. I guess. I guess. Yeah, I mean, on she's left. lower. She, like she, her Y position is lower than John's usually is. Oh yeah, I her know, maybe... Y value is way lower than John's. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucked up Listeners, Y value. Listeners, send us your Y values. Show us your Y value. <laughs> uh, yeah, she says you're looking. St-. I'm not. That's not the voice I want. She says, you're looking a little stiff, Garfield. Panel two. Wicked Witch of the West kind of a voice. You're looking a little stiff. (laughs) Like that? Yeah, kind of like that, yeah. That's terrible. Panel two, she uh, lifts up his upper, upper lip. Yeah. Like with with her Pries open Garfield's mouth and, and like dunks a glass of, brown liquid into his mouth yeah which like it looks as if she had been like it's judging a, it's from a the weird thing line, to do the motion line on her arm there john kind of indicates that she had been holding that cup behind her back because yeah doing this weird you shit you like she would have to dislocate her shoulder <laughs> just to for her hand to process along that angle that's true I'm not sure that was a correct usage of the word process. <laughs> I think you meant I think you meant perorate. I may have meant perorate. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh. So we're gonna talk about horse liniment. Yeah. Okay. I well, mean, that's. She says, "What you need is a lemon tea rub and a glass of hot horse liniment." And then let's just jump ahead. Panel three. I'm excited to find out what that is. In panel three, Garfield is all zonked out, John. He looks like he's whacked out on goofballs. His eyes are spirals. All his hair is standing on edge. And he's sort of collapsed on his stomach on the counter. As if he's, you know, 
he's uh um he's he's you know he's out of control Charlie. in arrears he's definitely in arrears are you just saying weird things now that mean nothing <laughs> you don't think he's in arrears doesn't that mean he owes someone some money i don't know <laughs> i thought it just meant he's like out of sorts oh uh nope in arrears means behind with paying money that is owed hmm. okay um and and she's uh putting a finger up to her head i think she's not indicating a thing or pontificating she's not pontificating she's, she's no speculating she's thinking mm-hmm. she's thinking she's saying or is that a liniment rub and a glass of hot lemon tea i think she's brainstorming she's not brainstorming <laughs> okay but i'll tell you why john because she's, she's reminiscing no well here's here's why she, we know she's not brainstorming because she's correcting what she said had said in panel two. And there are no bad ideas in brainstorming. Oh, John. yeah. So no corrections. Yeah. Yeah. So well, she, okay. But she wasn't brainstorming then. Right? She could That's correct. That's what I'm saying. She's not brainstorming in panel three. She could be brainstorming in panel three. Just because there are no wrong ideas in brainstorming, she could mm-hmm. still correct something that was before she began brainstorming. Oh, you think that... In panel two, she was not brainstorming, and in panel three, she began brainstorming. Chris, in panel two, she's dumping a glass of liquid in Garfield. <sighs> right, fine. It's not liquid, John. It's hot horse liniment. It's liquid. It's clearly liquid. So okay, and I think I don't know. T- I don't know what horse liniment is. It's a fair point. I'm going to go like ahead. A, it's and like a poultice, John. Admit that. Um, I won. Um, so okay. Number one, in panel one, Garfield is not looking stiff. He's looking totally normal. She says he's looking stiff. He's just looking regular. You're looking a little regular, Garfield. In panel two, I guess she's... Have a laxative. I guess she's rubbing Garfield with a thing with her right hand while holding his mouth open. Like, is that... Because she says a hot, a lemon tea rub and a glass of hot horse liniment. I, this is very confusing because it's like the implication in panel three is that she interpolated her words, that she meant he needs a liniment rub and a glass of hot lemon tea. But what she actually said accidentally was you need a lim- lemon tea rub and a glass of hot liniment. Which part was interpolated? The word horse, John. Why does the word horse appear in panel two? You need a glass of hot horse liniment. That's not a thing. And it's not, you know, like the implication. She transposed her words. She transposed her words, but she also interpolated the word horse. Like the joke is that she transposed them accidentally. But then why is horse in panel two? It's a weird non sequitur. I'm not really understanding most of this. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what liniment is, and I don't know, like, if this is, like, a standard horse thing. Oh, John, okay, if it, but... if it helps, if it helps, John, according to wikipedia.org, mm-hmm. a liniment is also known as an imbrocation. That does help. Thank you. John, a liniment is a medicated topical preparation for application to the skin. Sometimes it's called a heat rub. But is that like is horse liniment a uh-huh. thing? Like, what is she mix? What's being mixed up here? Aside from aside from like the position of the words, I don't think horse liniment is a thing. Like, is 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 she is she like is this an old timey treatment 
for horses or John, I was wrong. Horse liniment is using totally horses. A thing. It is totally a thing. Horse, okay. horse liniment is it's useful, John. You're yeah, probably but it's for wondering. horses, right? Well, okay, John. I'm on doversaddlery.com uh-huh. slash liniments uh-huh. slash C slash 573. Oh, so you already know why it's great to have on hand. I'm looking at several varieties of horse liniments available mm-hmm. for purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I assume uh, Dover Saddlery is, 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 is going to be a sponsor of this sponsor episode. Sponsor of this episode, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, John, horse liniment is useful for many purposes around the stable. <laughs> It says here, (laughs) it's great to have on hand. From acting as an antiseptic for minor cuts to being used for a soothing, refreshing body wash to relieve sore or stiff muscles and joints after a hard workout. Horse liniment for the the horse. Incredibly useful. It doesn't specify, John. It does not (laughs) specify. It does not specify. Um, Genuinely confusing. Yeah. So I get... It's can this epi- this Garfield is confusing. <laughs> this episode. I mean, okay. So number one, I get that. Like, okay, funny joke when someone transposes their words accidentally. An old person gets confused. Disagree. Transpo- Disagree. Generally, well, it's not actually funny. Is like, it a Yogi Berraism kind of? Uh, I think it might be called a spoonerism. A spoonerism. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's not a Yogi Berra-ism, John, until Yogi Berra says it. Mm. Um, so, like, yeah, the joke is she's doing a spoonerism or she's interp- interp- uh, uh, she's transposing her words or whatever because mm-hmm. she's old and confused. But then also she's including some new word, introducing some new words like horse liniment or horse. In pa- Do you think in horse there she's referring to heroin? Or actual horses? I think actual horses. I think the joke is that she is Mm old-timey. She comes from a time when, like, regular people had horses. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, you know, like, horse care was a thing that a lot more people had to contemplate. I think think this is a treatment for a horse. Although, I don't know if a lemon tea rub or a... A a horse is clearly not going to drink a glass of tea. Yeah, no, this is this is for a person. If you're feeling a little stiff, you have a nice glass of hot lemon tea and then someone rubs you with horse liniment. John, it's horse liniment. It's like that. It's like that mane and tail shampoo that was for horses, but now people like it too. It's like that. Mm-hmm. If you're in a saddle and you need to be rubbed with something, you could do a lot worse than horse liniment. Use um, okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. I'm okay. now also on the Wikipedia article for liniment. Okay, this is okay. This is a pretty. It's a. It's not as comprehensive an article as I would have liked. No, but do you, do you like that? There's a subsection just called notable liniments. I do like that. I do. I do. I like that. That section is most of the article. Yep. <laughs> the yep. other subsection is mm-hmm. use on horses. Mm-hmm. Um. So they can be used on people too. So basically, all right. So the ones that I'm familiar with, like I've heard of Ben Gay and Icy Hot. Mm-hmm. That was mentholatum. I, I love mentholatum. Yep. Sure you That's do. Great stuff. Yeah. Tiger Balm, John. Tiger little, Balm little, is a little mentholatum every morning with your with your Crispix. You it's love great. Tiger Balm. I do love Tiger Balm. It was developed in the 1870s in Rangoon, Burma, by herbalist mm. Ah Chu Kin. Aw. 
You love you love Tiger Balm. Um, my question for sorry, were you going somewhere with this? I was, but I I forgot something about the use on horses subsection. Something, something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. My question to you, John: How does a liniment differ from a poultice? I think the difference that doesn't seem like a question for me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're clearly they're both old timey medical unguents. So I think yeah, a liniment, I, I, I think you rub on the body and a poultice you just place on the body, but you don't rub it. I sort of question the physics here. Like if uh-huh. if if we're to understand that a liniment is like a is like a rub mm-hmm. like a like a like a like a like a you know, like Vicks Vapo Rub or something. I'm sure yep. most of our listeners know one of oh, these. Oh yeah, things. you gotta rub some Vicks Vapo Rub on your chest, John, if you have a cough. If you have a cold, if, if you, you have, have coronavirus, that'll 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 it's, take it right out. Get some wrap. That'll yeah, that'll check. <laughs> yeah. Also, a, a bowl of broccoli. That'll that'll take mm-hmm. care of it. Yep. Um, you have to you have to eat from the far side of the bowl, though. Mm-hmm. Now everything you're saying is correct, John. <laughs> but but, uh, it you know like all of these things, what they have in common is they're they're quite viscous. Mm-hmm. So I don't I'd think like that hear about it that. would it wouldn't splash like that, and it wouldn't like even you'd have to you'd have to fling that glass and then like stop it so suddenly mm-hmm. that I you know for it to do that for it to shoot out of the glass like that. John, I I'm I'm delighted that you've brought up the the subject of the viscosity of liniments. Says says here at Wikipedia.org. This is this is the second sentence in the article. <laughs> Um, sometimes called a heat rub, liniments may be water-like in viscosity or formulated okay. as a lotion or a balm and are usually rubbed in to allow for penetration of the active ingredients. So I, I, I would stand, I stand corrected. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't pigeonhole the viscosity of a <laughs> liniment, John. The it, liniment viscosity is a is a wide and beautiful spectrum. And, uh, you know, all liniments are beautiful. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, are we still recording? No, no. This one's yours. Oh, You're the one who hasn't okay. Okay. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis. You want to hear our recipe for a liniment sandwich? You're going to have to turn in, tune into Sandwich Club, our new podcast about sandwiches. Released every hour on the hour. Right here no, on the Podcast three, Network. Three times a day, Chris. You, you, you want, if our listeners are going to be eating a sandwich every time they listen to, to Sandwich Club. Which is which, a requirement. You have everyone. Yes, which you, we, we do mandate. Yeah. Um, I think th- three, three, three episodes a day is reasonable. It's, it's absolutely reasonable to eat three sandwiches every day. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to record Sandwich Club. Yeah. Who do you think you who do you want to get on Sandwich Club? I don't know. Like not us obviously because we're tired of podcasting. <laughs> we don't kn- we don't know enough about sandwiches. <laughs> I think I think each each episode is a di- about a different sandwich and probably everyone's eating it all together, right? And talking so about it. So like each one would have like a recipe for how to make the sandwich. Oh, maybe. I don't know. You know it's hard I to I think know I'd what... like it as more of like a like a tra- you know like a travelogue show, you know, where mm-hmm. like it's it's not like a cooking show. They just kind of like they go to different restaurants and mm-hmm. they just like tell personal tales and shit. Mm-hmm. 
You know? I mean, we can't go to different restaurants because we all have to stay in our homes. Yeah, I'm just talking about the format. Okay. okay. I thought this was a coronavirus exclusive I sandwich think, club. No, every episode there's a different guest and they, they guest and they tell an anecdote about a sandwich. Okay. No, I'm that, into that. That, that, that made a difference in their lives. Oh, the sandwich that changed your life. Yeah. Well, there's probably also just like sandwich news and reviews. Which one are you going to eat? <laughs> Thank you and good night. Did you end this one? Thank you and good night. It's over now. When I was young, I never thought I would be anything. Growing up in Muncie, Indiana, surrounded by podunk. Half-ass freeloaders, my best friend Lyman, he's here with me, I never thought I could be Jim Davis, but look at me now, I'm fucking Jim Davis, Jim Davis, I'm being Jim Davis. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.